You sure are at 708 on Wednesday night. Uh, we are back here with the Employment Hour. Phone lines open already, 416-870-6400. Star 640 on cell, and as always, one 225 talk That number is toll-free for the remainder of the show here tonight. If you haven't checked it out, we'll get to some detail about the severance pay calculator. That can be found online, free of charge, and that is severancepaycalculator.com. Lots of stuff to get through tonight. Uh, we'll get through some of your emails as well, talking points about my employer wants me to sign a new contract. Lior, what do I do? We'll get to that in just a bit. But as always, we start with the uh, the week that was. How's it been, pal? Well, John, it's uh, the week's not over, but it's uh, certainly been a, a busy one. and uh, it, it is the time of year, kind of uh, September uh, in the fall where uh, changes happen kind of towards the end of the year. We see companies restructuring, company cutting costs, company uh, companies figuring out what they need for the new year. And as a result of that, there's changes that happen. Some people may be promoted and, and maybe find themselves in a great situation. Others may find themselves out of a job. Uh, unfortunately, nothing can be done above that, about losing your job, but what can be done is ensuring that you get everything that you're owed if you lost your job. So here on the Employment Hour, we talk about that, talk about losing your job. We talk about severance. We talk about harassment and human rights and discrimination and good bosses and bad bosses and everything else in between. So if you're experiencing a work problem, a work situation, if uh, you're afraid you're going to be a victim of uh, this restru- uh, restructuring I've, I've been talking about, Call us right now. Let's talk about your uh, situation. Let's solve that situation. And in doing that, let's educate everything, everyone else listening right now. Uh, we'll, uh, we're looking forward to answering as many questions as possible until uh, 10 to 8. Now, Johnny, a couple situations that came across my desk. Uh, the first situation I'll talk, talk to you about, uh, I spoke with um, a lady that worked for a very large, uh, well-known retailer here uh, in uh, in the GTA, I'm not going to give you the name of it, but in any event, she had worked for years, uh, day shift, kind of regular uh, day hours. Uh, a couple of months ago, she was switched to overnight shifts, and she obviously didn't want that. She didn't consider that to be a positive thing, but uh, she decided to, to, to do it. She could have, by the way, John, treated that as a constructive dismissal. She could have said no and refused, but she decided to be the good soldier and do it. Well, unfortunately, it started impacting her health. Uh, she wasn't able to sleep when she got back home. Uh, she she lost her appetite. She started losing weight. Uh, so she did the smart thing, and she saw her doctor. Uh, and she told her doctor what's happening. And the doctor examined her and said, for medical reasons, this is just not a good idea for you. You're not built for this. And he gave her a doctor's note saying she cannot work night shifts. Uh, she gave that to her employer. And the employer said, well, if you can't work night shifts, I guess you're going to be quitting. The employer went ahead and drafted a resignation letter and asked her to sign it. That's when she called me. And she said, wait a second, Leo, should I sign this resignation letter? What what gives here? I was hoping my company would uh, allow me to change my shift. Uh, Well, guess what, John? Of course, this is not a resignation. Once there was a medical reason that says she can't work night shifts, her employer had a strict duty to accommodate. We talked on the last show about the duty to accommodate. In this case, that duty to accommodate meant put her back on the day shift or put her her on another shift that's not overnight because there's a legitimate medical reason. Not only did they refuse to do that, which is a human rights violation, they said, oh, you're quitting, which becomes a termination and a wrongful dismissal because she's not quitting. They're deciding to let her go because she has a medical reason. 
So this is a, a very bad thing that this employer did. Clearly, they didn't know what they were doing from a legal standpoint. So I wanted to raise this here as a reminder. If you have a medical condition, if you have a medical issue that requires accommodation, your employer has to accommodate. They can't treat you as resigned. They can't punish you. They can't fire you because you're asking for accommodation because you have a medical issue. If they do that, that's wrong. That's illegal. And you have to have to reach out to me as soon as possible. By the way, the, the way to reach out to Lior, a couple of different ways. Help at employmenthour.com is email and one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred is the number. I'll get back to the week that was. I know you got more to talk about, but always, always, always. The good listenership comes first. Uh, Siva, good evening. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. What's uh, what's going on in your world? Okay. Um, so I have a situation where my mom's been working at her, her company for almost 10 years. She started off kind of part-time, and now she's, uh, for the last few years, she's been full-time. Although they never gave her, it's like, uh, how, how do you call it, when she's not getting benefits or sick, or she's getting sick, but not vacation uh, vacation pay she's getting but you, you know what i mean she's not full-time permanent even mm-hmm. though she's getting full-time hours her company is now closing closing down and they don't have a uh, payroll of 2.5 million dollars i'm just wondering if she's entitled to severance pay or how that works Oh, excellent question and, and the short answer is absolutely she's entitled to severance pay so let me tell you how much a couple of questions first uh, what does she do what does your mom what is your mom's job She's an early childhood educator at a daycare. Perfect. Got that. And uh, how old is she? She's 63. 63. Okay. And obviously there's no union involved. No. Okay. So your mom is owed 12 months pay. Right around 12 months is what I would assess her. 12 months of pay. Months, not weeks. The size of the payroll is completely irrelevant. The main factors are her age, her position, and the length of her employment. It doesn't matter whether she's on their benefit plan. It's simply based on what she earns. If she earns, I don't know, $500 a week as an example, then we can calculate what 12 months severance is owed. This is very common with these small employers. They may not necessarily understand and appreciate their legal obligations. So Siva, your mom is owed 12 months pay. She needs to give me a call as soon as possible because if that place is closing down, we need to resolve that now before they, they there's no money there, before they uh, sell everything. So she needs to call me right away. Okay, perfect. Uh, um, and just a, uh, another question as a follow-up. So to date, they have not given her an offer. Can we be preemptive and go in there and kind of force an offer? Because they're closing actually this Friday. Maybe I'm a little bit behind the eight ball, but um, they're closing. Yeah, we, we don't need to wait at all here. Uh, she's owed what she's owed because she loses her job. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get her what she's owed. It's not even a problem, but, you know, she, I wouldn't I wouldn't sit on this for another day. I have her call me tomorrow. I'm in the office all day. Uh, I, I want to speak to her. I'll make a priority to make to make myself available. Uh, she needs to call me right away. Okay, perfect. I've left the, my number, our contact number perfect. with uh, with you guys. Okay, perfect. Thanks a lot. Beautiful. Thanks, Siva, again, and uh, reciprocate Lior's number, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. help at employmenthour.com. Uh, David, good evening. You're next up. How are you? Uh, I'm all right, Scolzi, man. I'm glad to hear you're still doing your thing. And I'm, uh, I'll bet you uh, that might have more than a little to do with being beside Lior all the time. Well, you know, they uh, they still tolerate me, so it's uh, it's all good, brother. What's uh, what's going on with you? Uh, well, I'm just wondering. I'm a commercial driver. I drive a truck, and I take my responsibilities seriously. And uh, there's something we have to follow called the, called the CVOR. And basically, if there's a major problem with a truck, you cannot drive it anymore. And uh, I've been doing this for years, but I started with a new company. 
I've only been with them for about 90 days now. And at the beginning, they took me through all the dog and pony show training to say, like, you know, to sign and understand what all the codes are and the correct things and to agree when you can and cannot drive a vehicle and what your responsibilities are. And they said, oh, we expect you to follow the directive. And I thought, great, I'm in the right place. Well, a situation arose the other day where there was a truck that did come into that um, situation where it would be considered critically unsafe. Um, And it was in the middle of a shift and I called in and they said, well, we'll send a mechanic. We're not going to tell you now. Let's make sure, evaluate the situation. And I said, okay, fair enough. And uh, the mechanic got there and he just basically, he did a, he changed a fuse. And then uh, he said, okay, there you go. And it didn't rectify the situation. The situation would continue happening. So I said, no, you can't drive the truck. You know, you told me to say no and to say no. So I said, no. And they said to me, well, you know what? He's going to follow you back in the truck and don't worry. If you get pulled over, we'll take the heat. And I said, you know what? That's like those idiots that say, oh, if you get arrested for that, I'll do the time. No judge ever. Is anybody else going <laughs> to Yeah, it doesn't right work there? that way. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so they said, well, this is what's going to happen. You're either going to bring this truck back and uh, drive it like we said to, or you're going to find your own way home. So I wow. said, well, I'm going to I'm gonna be polite because I know you're on the air and I dig you guys and I'd like if you put me on the air again one day. I said, well, <laughs> thank you, sir. I'll find my own way home. Have a nice day. It was nice meeting you. And uh, I just went home. So right. I'm wondering where do I stand? Is it just like a 90-day thing and I'll barely get any severance and I should just suck it up and go in tomorrow and say, well, you guys are stupid. I know I was right. You know, will we continue or not? Or should I walk away? Well, I mean, certainly if you want the job, you want to continue working, I would talk to them and see what their position is. Are, are they okay with you continuing? And even though what they did is wrong, and I'm going to get to that in a second, if they're from their perspective they're okay with you continuing, that may be the best option for you. If from their perspective you're not continuing, well, here's what why what they did is illegal because if if you believe something is unsafe even if you're wrong but if as long as you have an honest belief you have a right to refuse work and and if they try to fix the problem and it's still not fixed to your satisfaction they have to call the government and to to inspect and and make that determination and here's the here's the other thing is if they don't do that and you still refuse to to work they cannot in any way punish you it's called a reprisal they cannot punish you penalize you because you exercise that right to refuse unsafe work or at least work that you believe to be unsafe so it's illegal to do that now beyond that if they were to terminate your employment yes you'd be owed severance and even after three months you could could be owed one or or even two months of pay potentially in your situation so there's a number of things here now uh, so I think as a first step, talk to them. See what they're, from their perspective, what, what's the status. They want you to continue. They don't. If they don't, then let's you and I connect off here and let's talk about how to pursue that reprisal as well as the severance. Because clearly, clearly, if you had an honest belief that this is unsafe, it's unsafe to drive, first of all, good for you for, for, for doing that and not uh, getting on the road with something that's unsafe. And beyond that, it's illegal for them to do what they did. Okay. Well, thanks. I thought so. But I believe, like, in my heart, like, for sure that it was a problem. But I think that they think that they were right somehow. Like, I don't think they were being mean or anything like that. But I just felt belittled when somebody says to me, hey, man, this is what's going to happen. And they do the situation. Like, I'm not your kid. I'm not anybody else's kid. I'm a grown-up. Like, you know, don't be like that. So I'm pretty sure things will be okay. But I was just curious, you know, to make sure that I was, you know, in the right, you know, frame of mind to do things. I appreciate that, Leo. I really dig your show. Thanks, David. Appreciate it. Okay, all right.
Thanks, pal. Call us back, Dave, uh, with uh, with an update. Let us know what's uh, what's going on. Enjoy the rest of uh, of your week as well. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on cell. Uh, waiting more phone calls before we break. I know you wanted to get one more uh, week that was story in, so let's do it now. What do you got, pal? Yeah, so this is actually a matter that I resolved just a few hours ago, literally as I was uh, wrapping up for the day in order to come uh, and do the show here. And the reason I'm talking about it is because I actually promised my client that I'll talk about it. So uh, this is in this situation. I was uh, I was representing a long service employee. She worked in a, an HR human resources position. Now she had made a mistake. I'm not going to get into details, but she exercised some bad judgment and she did something she was not supposed to do. She did. Now when her employer found out, they terminated her employ- uh, employment for cause. She spoke to me about that when that happened, and, and she was very upset uh, as she would be and. And she felt bad for what she did, and and she she was reluctant to pursue the matter, even though I told her, you know, what she did is bad, but it's not quite cause. You have significant entitlements. She was very, very reluctant to pursue it. In fact, I had to speak to her about half a dozen times before she finally decided to pursue her matter. Now, I, I told her that it would resolve, well... About eight weeks later, earlier today, finally resolved the matter, resolved it for $90,000. Beauty. And when I called, called her to tell her, I actually think she probably literally fell off her chair. <sighs> now, I, I'm not telling this story in order to say that I'm great. I'm telling the story, number one, because I promised my client. But beyond that, because this is actually a very common situation where I see people that are very reluctant to pursue their legal yeah. rights because maybe they think they won't be successful or they think it's going to cost too much or they think it's going to take too long or one of many other reasons. Now, most cases, Johns, uh, these concerns are completely unwarranted. Nine out of ten people are going to be able to resolve them quickly on good terms uh, without too much hassle. So don't be afraid to pursue your rights. Find out what those are. Call me. Let's talk about it. Uh, the law is actually quite good. We'll, uh, we'll take a short break. You want to call, ask your questions, please do. Bring them on. Lots of time to do so. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell, and uh, 1-888-225-TALK. That number is toll-free. We do Monday night, Wednesday night, the weekend shows, and, of course, employment hour in 30. That's on Global TV and CTV on Saturday and Sunday mornings as well. Lots more employment hour is on the way right here on Global News Radio. Plenty of time for you to call in, ask your questions till around 10 to 8 tonight, 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell, and one 225 talk That number is toll-free. You need to get a hold of Lior, a member of the team or the firm, not a problem. That is one 855 and help at employmenthour.com. Peter, thanks for uh, thanks for hanging in through the break, fella. How are you? Good. What's going on with you? Uh <clears throat> An acquaintance of mine has been working for her sister in a small restaurant for the last couple or three years uh, while they got this restaurant on its feet. Meanwhile, uh, her sister has not been paying her. Uh, She keeps working. She's a bit naive. She has been working on the promise that, oh, once things are up and running, then we'll catch up all your pay. Well, they got into an argument a couple of weeks ago. The acquaintance walked out and of course her sister has no intention now of paying her a dime does she have any grounds to go and make a claim so peter she was working you said for two or three years without getting paid yeah yeah talk about naive eh? holy cow uh what kind of hours was she putting in hours yeah what kind of hours oh probably uh, well, 40, 50, 40 hours a week, I'm going to say, at a guess. 
Holy cow. So she was working uh, 40 hours a week plus for a few years, not getting paid at all. Yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, that, that, that's loyalty, I guess, or, or naivety, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but right. here's the thing. Uh, if she can show that she went and she worked and she can show that uh, this wasn't some sort of a, a volunteer thing, in other words, she wasn't doing that in order to get experience for her resume. Uh, yeah. or, or something like that, then yeah, of course she could get paid and, and at a minimum she would get paid the equivalent of minimum wage and she could go back as much as two years. So the yeah. law would say that she could go back, in, in, in this case, if there was a promise to pay even before that, she could potentially go back beyond two years. So not only that, if she actually worked, this would be one of the easiest matters I've ever seen to resolve. It's not complicated. I worked, I didn't get paid, there's nothing else to it. So, yeah, Peter, I, I mean, uh, yeah, naive, I think, is, is probably a fair uh, description. But the good news is she can still do something about it. So I would have her give me a call as soon as possible. But don't let her continue to be naive. Uh, I mean, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I, I don't know if I've seen a matter quite like this before. Mm -hmm. Have her give me a call because we can obviously help her uh, here, and, and she should get that help. Okay, I have given her your number. I will uh, prompt her further. Brilliant. Perfect. Thanks, Peter. Appreciate it, Peter. Peter, uh, appreciate that. And uh, again, help at employmenthour.com if she wants to email as well. That would be uh, would be fantastic for you tonight, right now. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell 1-888-225-TALK. That is the toll-free number to call in, get your questions answered as well. Uh, severancepaycalculator.com, before we move on to our topic, uh, give me some details on it, brother. Well, the, the very first call we got this evening was someone asking about severance for his mom. She worked for 10 years, a small company, a small payroll, and he didn't know if she's getting, she's owed any severance at all. Well, one of the ways he could have found out, or anyone else in similar situations could find out how much severance is actually owed, is to go to severancepaycalculator.com. Again, severancepaycalculator.com. And what do you do there? Well, you, you answer three questions about your age, your position, and the length of your employment, and you find out how much you're owed. If it's 12 months like that person uh, or his mom was owed, or six months or 24 months or anything else, it's easy, it's free, it's anonymous. Uh, don't believe these myths that the size of the payroll matters. That's a misconception. Small companies, big companies, long service, short service, works just the same. Go to severancepaycalculator.com. Uh, use that. Even if you're just worried, maybe you're, you're seeing things coming down the pike in, in, in the fall and you want to know whether or not you should be concerned and how much you'd be owed if you lose your job, severancepaycalculator.com. Yeah, and like you said, it's absolutely free, and over 550,000 people have used it and had their, uh, their, their eyes opened up for sure when it comes to what proper severance should be. My employer wants me to sign a new contract. What do I do? This is a, an interesting topic. I'm not sure we've ever done this one on the show, right? Well, yeah, th th these things come up often, and for an employee, you, if you're being told to sign an employment agreement, think about it this way, John. If, if I'm working and uh, my job is a, a, a forklift driver and I'm making uh, $20 an hour and I work Monday to Friday and my employer comes to me and says sign this agreement and I look at the agreement and it says okay forklift driver $20 an hour Monday to Friday no big deal I'll sign it it just confirms right. what, what I'm already doing so a lot of people may think okay it's fine I'll sign it well not so fast and, and whenever an employer off asks you to sign an employment agreement once you're already working it's bad news it could cause cost you a lot of money cause you a lot of problems so that's what we want to talk about here to to tell people what to watch out for and how to deal with the situation 
where your employer comes to you all of a sudden and says, hey, here's an employment agreement or a contract that I need you to sign. So that's, I mean, that's the next obvious question that everyone's probably thinking, okay, they're doing this. Why are they doing it? What's in there that they want me to sign this midstream? Well, an employer doesn't wake up in the middle of the night and say, ah, I'd just like to see some, some pieces of paper being signed. Uh, an employer doesn't just decide to, to have something signed unless there is a reason. And that reason, it's not that, well, we want to make things better for you, employees, so sign this agreement. If your employer wanted to make things better, they could make it better. They don't need you to sign an employment agreement. The only reason your employer is going to ask you to sign an employment agreement, and I'm talking about people that already are working, the only reason your employer is going to ask you to sign an employment agreement is if it's better for the employer. There, if there are things in that document that are going to make things better, cheaper, uh, and more flexible for the employer at your expense. That's why you have to be very, very, very careful. You have to take it seriously. You have to read it. You have to understand it because I almost guarantee you there are going to be things in that document that if you don't pay attention to are going to come back to haunt you big time. So what is the first thing that an employee should do if they're asked to sign that new contract? Read it. Read it and understand what it means and what it does and what it doesn't do. Don't just focus on the obvious thing. Oh, let's make sure my salary is what it should be, my job title, my responsibilities. Read it and understand it. But here's the thing. An employment agreement most often is going to have some legalese, some big words. They may not be easy to understand uh, by uh, someone that's not a lawyer. So you may need to get some advice to understand what you're signing. An employment agreement is one of the most important documents you're ever going to sign. And it's the document that governs your job, your life at work. So it's more than important, more than just a regular document. And it's very important to get that advice. Read it and understand it and consider getting some advice. We'll get to more of those, more talking points in that regard. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell and one triple eight two two five. talk That number is toll free. Dave, good evening. How are you? Good, thanks. Yourself? Good, sir. What's uh, What's your concern tonight? Uh, well, here's my scenario. I work for an ABC company. One facility has 20 employees. The other one has five. The I work at the one with five. If we were to decertify the union, how uh, are we able to break from the one union and sort of stand on our own? Uh, are you all part of the same collective agreement? Yes. Then no, you cannot. If you decertify, you decertify and no one's unionized. Uh, or, or you stay the way you are. So you can't, you, you can't change the terms of the collective agreement in, in the sense that these guys are separate from these guys. So either the whole workplace, everyone that's part of the collective agreement gets decertified, or, or, or no one does. It, you, can't, uh, you can't split it up. Oh, okay, even though there's like two separate facilities a long way from each other. Yeah, I mean, if there was different, if there was different bargaining units for each uh, facility, then maybe. But if 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 you're all part of the same bargaining unit, even though it's different facilities, then no, uh, it's it's kind of an all or nothing. Either everyone's union or no one's union. Okay, I got you. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate the call. You as well. Still have time till around 10 to 8, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell, and one 225 talk uh, to give us a call absolutely toll-free. Signing that new contract, what do you do? Some things. Give me a little bit of a short list to continue on that an employee must be looking out for in that employment agreement. So what are you going to look for if your employer yeah. gives you a contract to sign? Here's sign this, Bob. Trust me, it's fine. Well, no. First of all, it's not fine. So what are you going to look for? The first thing actually you're going to look for is you're going to look for the termination language. You're going to look as, is there anything in there that addresses 
termination of employment. Why? Because one of the main reasons an employer is going to all of a sudden want you to sign a new contract is because they're going to want to have termination language that makes it easier for them and cheaper for them to let you go down the road. So you may not realize that by signing this agreement, you're giving up tens of thousands of dollars in future severance. So that's the number one thing you're going to look for. Okay, You're going to look for a termination clause. If there's anything there about termination, be afraid, be, be very afraid. Now, the other thing you're going to look for, you're going to look for anything that gives the company the right to change your job, change your job duties, change your compensation, change your work location. You want to make sure that you're not giving up anything to do with job security. Okay, If the contract says, uh, we have a right to change your job, and you sign a contract, guess what? Tomorrow you can have a different job, and there's nothing you can do about it. Same thing with compensation, same thing with work location. Another thing you want to look for is, does the contract give the company the right to lay you off temporarily? Remember, a company does not have a right to lay you off temporarily unless there's a contract that you sign that gives them that right. So that contract that they just handed you may give the company that power to lay you off temporarily down the road, and you may find that instead of now having a regular job, you kind of work sometimes only during certain parts of the year. Very, very bad thing to do. So those are just a few of the things you really, really have to watch out for if your employer hands you a contract to sign uh, out of the blue. Really is tip of the iceberg, right? I mean, your pay and how much holidays you get is just really not the biggest concern when you look at it that way. It's uh, it's really scary. More of that, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell and one triple eight two two five talk to call us toll-free. Jeff, good evening. How are you? I'm good. How are hey, you? Hey, Jeff. Good, pal. What's uh, what's going on with you tonight? I just got a question. I'm not sure if I have a, a change to my agreement that constitutes a material change or not. I'm okay. driving... I'm driving for a trucking company, and they've recently announced that they want to put a camera in our truck. Now, one that, uh, you know, there's a dash cam that faces out, but this is a camera that faces in on me while I'm working. Right. Yeah, no, that, that's, a, that's a significant change. It, it is, and, and it's, it's one, one of the things that's going to be with you the whole time. You can't escape it. It's going to be someone on you no matter what you do, where you are, uh, and, and what, uh, how, however long you work. So, yeah, that is a significant change. and. It's it's not illegal per se, but it's a problem when they implement that out of the blue. When If they had done that from the beginning, if this was a term of your employment, that you got uh, uh, front-facing cameras in the truck, then that's fine. But if now out of the blue they, they say that, well, that could be a problem. So that may give you the right to treat this as a constructive dismissal. And then if that's you've heard, Yeah, and of course that means you could potentially leave with severance. Now, before... Uh, before you you go and, and and you know throw your keys on the desk and say I'm out of here, I want to talk to you off air. I want to get some more information. Uh, you know, just in terms of uh, the, the, if you drive within province, out of the province, is if there's a reason why they're doing that. Maybe there was a a problem with crime or or vandalism that they're trying to solve. But beyond that, generally speaking, uh, something like that to put uh, cameras in the in the cab in the truck, that is a problem that could be a constructive dismissal, uh, Jeff. Thank you, Jeffy. I appreciate that. Moving forward, you need the number to get a hold of Lior, which uh, would probably be a wise idea based on what you just said. one 821 5900 and help at employmenthour.com. Real simple. Hey, Mike, good evening. How are you? Not too bad. How's it going? Good, pal. What's uh, what's up? 
Um, so I'm, it's about a, f- a friend of mine, his situation at work. The company that he was working for is moving to a different city. They're moving to Mississauga from Barrie. And the, he had an option to move down there and continue work or take a buyout package. Now, his buyout package, package sorry, was only about, I believe, one week per year he was there. And it was about 13 years he worked for this company. So I didn't know, like, did he kind of get taken for a ride? Well, if he got taken for a ride, depends on whether or not he actually signed off on it. Do you know if he did? Yeah, he did. He did. Oh, my gosh. No, don't tell me that. He did. (laughs) So, so yeah, he he was taken for a ride uh, in a big way, Mike, because uh, let's start with the idea that obviously – they can't make him move. Obviously, it's a big deal right. moving from Barry to Mississauga. So uh, that, that actually becomes a termination, which means it's not even necessarily a buyout package. That's just a different way to say severance. So okay. he would have been owed potentially after 13 years. Again, I don't have the specifics, but it could easily be about a year's pay, a year. So wow. if he was offered 13 weeks and accepted it, 13 weeks is three months. That's, you know, uh, a quarter. Yeah, uh, that, I, I, I've, I've listened to your show for a while, and I told him these that him and the people he worked with should probably contact somebody and he's like oh we're getting a good deal and whatnot and oh my god no 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 stiffed big time oh my gosh I, w- I was hoping you'd tell me he this just happened last <laughs> week and he wants to know what to do but it, no. if he signed off on it uh mike then unfortunately yeah. he's he's uh not he's stuck now it's a terrible yeah. situation uh don't don't give him the news no point in depressing him now no but uh i, I kind of wanted some more confirmation <laughs> for myself because i felt bad for him in yeah. this, what he was stuck with. So. Yeah, it, it, unfortunately, it's not the first time or even the, the hundredth time when someone uh, calls me with these types of situations when they've already signed off. Uh, and no, it, it is that that's why it's so important, as you've said, Mike, and, and as we've been saying on the show for years, to get advice when you have these issues come up because, no, it, it's not likely that you're getting what you're owed. Most people are not, yeah. so it's on you to get that advice and make sure that you get everything that the law says you should have. Yeah, and I tried to talk him into contacting somebody but he had it in his head that it was okay yeah. so oh, i appreciate man. the uh the time <laughs> thank you thanks mike thanks mike you know it's amazing that there some people just don't want to do it but if you say to them you know what here's an idea uh that money you lend me you lend me a thousand bucks i hope you're good getting 250 back because ah, that's all i'm going to give you they're that's not going to exactly say yes it. yeah that's <laughs> right? exactly it. Yeah, yeah. If, if people did that in, in, in normal civilization, yeah, th- th- that wouldn't happen. If if yeah. I owed you a thousand bucks, you wouldn't take two hundred and fifty for me from me just no. because I wanted to only pay two hundred and fifty. Well, that's what people do with severance, but it's because they don't know any better. He assumed yeah. he was only owed thirteen weeks, or he may have thought that he was owed less than that, and they're giving him a good deal, where in fact you would have been owed four times that. Uh, terrible, terrible situation. I hope uh, Mike's friend is not listening to this show right now because uh, uh, that's probably going to haunt him for a while. Uh, it, not much can be done, though. That's the lesson here. Once you sign off, nothing can be done. Yeah, well, you know, he, I mean, he said, you know, I, I think I got a pretty good deal. So if you do the math, he worked there for 13 years. He got 13 weeks. It's the old adage, one week per year is what I should be getting. So he figured he was straight and narrow, but he wasn't even close. That's not the sad part, even right? close. And, and, you know, yeah. it could have been as simple as going to severancepaycalculator.com. Would have taken him 15 yep. seconds flat, and he would have known. But, you know, again, we, we, we live and learn, I guess. Mike's pal, if you are listening and looking for that new job, let's talk about the new contract you're about to sign. So things you should be and not be signing and what you should be wary of. Can an employee refuse to sign a new contract if they're already working there? 
Well, yeah, that, that's the next uh, logical question. I've told people to be very careful. So people say, okay, I understand now that I, I yeah. shouldn't be signed this, the, signing this contract. Can I refuse? Well, yeah, you can. What I mean by that is the fact that you say thanks but no thanks, I'm not going to sign this document, is not misconduct. It's not insubordination. It doesn't mean that your employer can punish you for not signing. Now, remember the rule is that your employer can let you go at any time and for any reason as long as they pay severance, and this is no exception. So you can be let go if you don't sign, but that would be a regular without cause termination, which means you get severance. And think about it. You actually are better off. If, if one of the things you're going to sign is something that limits your severance, you're better off being let go now and get your full severance, then sign the document, then be let go. Now you're, you walked away from tens of thousands of dollars in severance. So, yeah. yes, can you be let go? Sure, you cannot be punished. You cannot be uh, treated like you've done something wrong. So don't be afraid to stand up for your rights. And if something is bad, do not sign it. Yeah. We'll get to a, another call because we uh, we still have a, a few minutes anyway. Get to uh, to Lauren. Hey, Lauren, good evening. How are you? Good. How are you? Great. What's your question? If my mom's company has introduced a rule that everybody must have a university degree, in order to be considered for a deploy of a deploy development programs or promotion and they say that these non-degree employees are plateaued and they begin to remove existing job responsibilities is that considered constructive dismissal uh, good, good job reading there, Lauren. Uh, but yeah, oh, the, the answer is <laughs> no problem. Uh, yeah, the answer is yes, uh, because that's a change in the terms of employment. Now, the only way it wouldn't necessarily be is if there is a, a, a real reason why they're doing that. Maybe the government imposed new regulations that requires the people to have certain degrees or certain certifications. But if the company simply says we've decided, uh, you know, our decision to to require university degrees, oh, you don't have it. So you, you no longer have opportunities. You no longer are going to be promoted. We'll take some responsibilities. Yeah, that's, that's a very, very yeah. clear constructive dismissal, which means in this case your mom would, would be able to treat that as a termination of employment and leave with severance. Clearly it is. Uh, now, the one thing, of course, if this, if this happened a year ago and she's kind of stayed on, it may be too late because she may be considered to have accepted this new reality. But if this something just happened, she has a window where she can pursue this, Lauren, uh, as a constructive dismissal. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Thanks, Lauren. Appreciate it. Don't be nervous. Call us back. You'll get used to it. Uh, you want to follow up with Lior anytime, uh, Lauren, 1-855-821-5900 and help at employmenthour.com. And if you're wondering offhand what the severance should be anytime, severance pay calculator. Uh, dot com as well. So talking about, uh, you know, my employer wants me to sign a new contract. What do I do? Isn't it better or is it better for an employee to sign the contract if there's a risk of losing their job if they don't sign? How do you handle that? Well, so so let's let's look at a scenario. OK, so let's say if, if you if, if I'm an employee and I uh, I'm let go today, I haven't signed a contract. There's nothing that limits my my severance. Let's say I get eight months severance. Nice. Well, wait a second. My company wants me to sign an agreement that limits my future severance to eight weeks pay. So I signed that, and uh, a month later, two months, six months later, they let me go. Well, I signed it. Now they only give me eight weeks' pay, so I lost six months of severance right there. What's better, that or I say no and they let me go right now? They have to pay me my full eight months' pay. So in some situations, you're far better off saying 
no, I am not going to sign this bad agreement. I'm not going to sign this agreement that limits my entitlements, uh, even if that means you let me go. Because now you're going to have to pay me my full severance, and that's going to give me enough time to find another job, as opposed to me signing, then you let me go. Right. Now I'm only going to get pennies on the dollar. I lost tens of thousands of dollars, uh, and, and uh, it's not going to give me enough time to find another, another job. So, yeah, sometimes saying no makes perfect sense, and it's the only logical thing to do. But, again, it all starts with understanding what the agreement says. You don't want to say yes or no until you know what it is that you're being asked to sign. Only once you know exactly what it means, what it does, what it doesn't do, are you in a position to decide, yes, I'm going to sign, no, I'm not going to sign. Uh, so get that information first, then make the decision. Last point on this one, if an employer uh, signs under threat, threat of losing their job, does that mean that contract is still enforceable? So uh, if an employee signs generally, yes, it is. Uh, and okay. Remember, it, it is legal. It is legal for an employer to let an employee go. So if the employer says, if uh, you don't sign, I'm going to let you go, well, the employer is simply saying that if you don't sign, I'm going to exercise my right to let you go. So an employee can't sign and, and then say, well, I signed under duress. It's almost impossible, very difficult, to get out of an agreement because of duress, because of signing under pressure. You always have to assume, this should be a, a rule that everyone lives by, that if you sign it, you have to be prepared to live with it. Uh, it's very dangerous to sign otherwise. If you can't live with it, you're better off not signing. Good for another show, my friend. There's a way to get a hold of Lior anytime now that the show is done for this particular evening. By the way, we do on Monday night. We do tonight. We do the weekend shows. Employment Hour and 30, that is a TV show. Happens on Global TV and CTV on Saturday and Sunday as well. SeverancePayCalculator.com. Always remember that. The first place you go, even before the phone call, if you wish, to check out exactly what severance you should be getting. Don't sign anything until you consult that app. 550,000 plus people have trusted it and used it, so you should try as well. Even if it's just for interest sake, you can do that. The phone number, 1-855-821-5900. And finally, help at employmenthour.com. On Point with Alex Pearson is coming up next. That'll wrap it for another Employment Hour right here on Global News Radio.